Hello everyone. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is learning from her podcast with Heaven Oyabo. We have we learned from amazing and phenomenal women, both scriptural and secular women, women who have blazed the trail and set the pace in diverse areas of life. And on today's episode, we shall be learning from two women at a go. <laughs> yes, we shall be learning from Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha, they were friends of Jesus during his ministry um, here on earth. So, the account is recorded in the book of Luke chapter 10 from verse 38 to 42. So, I'll quickly read through. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed them into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these things, over all these details. There is only one thing what's been concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. Okay, um, um, from this scripture, Jesus and his disciples, they were on their way, um, on their way to Jerusalem and then they came by, they passed through Martha's village and then decided to just drop by, probably say hi and also share the word. And then when they got to the house, you know, um, Mata was like, there was no pre-information of their visits. I don't think there was. It was not recorded. I guess it was just a surprise visit. And so when they just came in, a knock came on the door. And on opening the door, behold, Jesus and his disciples. Wow, that was a full squad in the house. And she welcomed them in excitedly. And she was all about, oh, what am I going to say? them what am I gonna present to them and she was so much busy in the kitchen the Bible said uh, she was so much busy preparing preparing things in the kitchen but then there was something that was said about Mary because said that Mary came and she sat at the feet of Jesus and she was listening to all that he taught she was listening to all that he taught um, now Jesus wasn't supporting laziness okay he wasn't encouraging laziness if Mary had not gone to help in the kitchen because she was trying to dodge work you know the way we dodge work when we are young now you know just want to do one thing and then just dodge one duty <laughs> like then on Saturday's morning, to my mom, the mom, we have prayers this morning. No, auntie said we should come very, very early. If not, she'll flog us. It's not it, though. My own is that I wanted to touch that Saturday walk. So, Jesus wasn't encouraging laziness. I want us to note that because if he had noticed that was Mary's intent, he sees our hearts, he would have rebuked her for it. Yes, you'd have rebuked her for it. So, Jesus has seen through the hearts of Mary. This one, 
she just has this tender heart she just wants to hear she just wants to learn now this mary was that same mary that broke an, alab- um, an alabaster box of oil on jesus an alabaster box of perfume on jesus and remember that story that mary and then she used her feet sorry her head to wipe his feet now it was this same mary now here was just again in her home probably we don't know the last time she saw him or she heard from him probably the last time was when she broke the alabaster box on him and here he was in her home at that point all she needed was all she wanted was just to listen to him she she maybe she she knew that okay something should be presented to him these are visitors in our home but at that point you know god looks at our hearts she just wanted to just sit and learn and now we don't also know what actually brought jesus to their home i don't know if you've had if you've ever had some visitors and maybe especially all these maybe ministers ministers of god and just come to your home and then you're like i want to get something you want to oh how can i prepare what am i gonna buy let me get some soft drink they'd not be like no 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 no. just come i just feel like i should just drop by i just want to share a word i just want to pray with you don't want to pray with your family you don't need to bother about anything have you ever had such visits i have actually had them not once not twice i've i've had at home men of god just come in and then be like okay let me no no no, no just like don't know just come you know just want to just share the word just feel like i have a message from god for you and then after that they just leave that is just what brought them now we do not know what also brought jesus probably it could have been the heart of this lady that threw him to the hall to the house but here was matter Martha was trying to observe the rituals. Someone comes to your house. Oh, this should be done. That should be done. Which is not bad. Okay? Let us not let us not be so hard on Martha. <laughs> like, like uh, she's the busy kind of woman who doesn't have time for God. No. She was doing what was right. Okay? But Jesus, when she now came to complain, Ah, Jesus, is this not fair? Tell Mary, my sister, to come and join me in the kitchen now. Jesus at that point now addressed it. There is something that is more important. And Mary has found it. And it, no one I'm not, no one is going to take it away from her. He had to address it. And the reason why I feel he also addressed it. As I was studying, um, that light came. Why I had to address matter is that matter also hasn't balanced that area of her life. It's not as if matter has gotten um, her personal work with God in shape. Her personal work with God is still out of shape. But she was much more interested in just working for God, like in being busy, you know, in being busy for God, in being busy for the kingdom. But then her, 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 her personal fellowship, okay, her, her personal um, communion with God is not yet intact. And everything we do should flow out of our personal um, fellowship with God. That is that is the first step. That is the first thing. Now, looking at matter first, now matter was caught in pressure and she was distracted. She was caught in pressure and she was distracted. We live in a world of um, 
where there are so many distractions there are pressures here and there you know if you're a married woman there is family there is children maybe you have your career if you want a ministry there is a ministry um, there are just things that are distracting there are so many pressures there are so many things that are calling for your attention and you you just see that even the 24 hours is not even enough for you you, 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 and you have to give each and every one of them attention. If not, they suffer. Then if you're single, maybe there is work. You have to want to make it. There is academics. There is also family. There are there are pressures here and there. Now, Martha was not able to manage that pressure well. And then she was distracted because that was the very word of you. He said, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner. So there are some good works that become a distraction. She wasn't distracted by um, by bad stuffs. She wasn't doing something bad. She was doing it was a good work, but at that point it was a distraction because there was something she was supposed to gain. Her, at that point she was supposed to she was supposed to also be seated at the feet of Jesus. That is where she's supposed to be seated. So every other thing that she's doing even if it is for God even if it is for Jesus but he saw it as a distraction this thing is not the needful now this thing is the needful this one is not the needful so matter she was she was distracted not by bad things just like I said by good things matter understood the practical side of service of serving God but missed the spiritual side of it now she missed the part of having a personal fellowship with God and that was exactly what Mary did she knew that matter misplaced her priorities matter 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 believed was that okay if i am working for god you know i am in church i am in choir i am in the sanctuary i go for evangelism you know all that it can be equated as being zealous and being on fire for god that was just the matter kind of woman so she believed in okay if i'm doing stuff for god that god will be happy with me of course it is good okay it's good you should be you should be up and doing and service units in church is good but the primary thing is that we should have a personal work with God and now that was what Mary did Mary made a choice and then she said yes to something and she said no to another now the same pressure but different outcome because the same people came to the to the home and these two sisters welcomed them into in, um, into their home I'm sure that somehow Mary uh, must have also had the awareness, okay, yes, we're supposed to serve them. But somehow deep in her heart, she knows that there is a longing in her heart. Oh, I just need to be with Jesus right now. I know that, yes, there is a thing of we have to present something to him. But at this point, I just need to be with Jesus. And she just made that choice, that decision to know, I am saying, I am going to be seated here. I want to learn from him. I want to be here. I want to listen to him speak to me. So Mary made a choice to to, to be at the feet of Jesus, to learn from him. She said yes to something and she said no to another. Now that's a problem that most of us um, have, you know. We don't know the things to say yes to and the things to say no to. And then sometimes we say yes to things we're supposed to say no to. And then we say no to things we're supposed to say yes to. And then it becomes a problem. It becomes a problem. Those things could be good. 
mind you because they, they, they may not be frivolous activities okay just outdoor activities they may not be and they may be they could be either way but you should know at a particular point in time is this this thing is it needful now if it is not needful now we can shift it later what should be first in my life now what is contending with that thing am i trying to put the third thing in the first position you're gonna have you're gonna crash you're gonna have a clash you're gonna have a clash so the first things should come first just like what mary did she 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 understood that Everything should start from the feet of Jesus. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High. She understood that thing. That everything starts from here. Everything starts from here. I don't know if you've actually... I I, I read a story some time ago about um, a man. He was so busy with what he was doing. And then he had this little daughter who was just disturbing him. You know know how children ask questions. Daddy, what is this? Daddy, how is this? Daddy, why why do I have two eyes? Why don't I have one eye? You know, all those kind of baby, baby kind of questions. And he said, oh my God, what am I going to do to keep this baby um, calm? And so that she's going to concentrate on what he was doing. So he brought a map and then he shredded the map into pieces. And then he gave his daughter, he said, now fix this map together it was actually a paper right so he now said uh, um, fix it together and in his mind oh it, it, it was actually an impossible task for her but he just wanted to keep her busy so that he's going to uh, concentrate on what he was doing but in a short while she called him and said that he come and see I have arranged it. I have fixed them together because he shredded this thing in pieces. He was surprised. He said, what? How are we able to do that? And then she told him that behind the map, okay, was the picture of Jesus. So all she did was just, she fixed the picture of Jesus together. So she looked for where the ear was, she fixed it. So when she got that picture of Jesus together, the map was together on her own she couldn't have she wouldn't have known where um, Nigeria she wouldn't have known where Yola is and where River Niger should be and the place where the Sahara Desert she wouldn't have known all of those details but with that image at the back she just followed the image and then when she was able to fix the image of Jesus she got the map correctly now what does this what does this teach us if you can give Jesus his place in your life, I am telling you, every other thing will be fixed. Every single other thing will be fixed. No matter how difficult they are. There are times when you wake up and then you just feel like, ah, I have so many things. I have this, I have that. And then you're just like, I don't know, I don't have time this morning. I just can't even, I can't open my scriptures. I can't even have my quiet time. And then sometimes you just rush off. Check those days. Most times you end up not achieving everything that you've actually planned to achieve. But there is this thing that comes with giving Jesus his own time. You know, when you do that, somehow along your way, God may just be sending people, you know, someone will just come and then, ah, you're supposed to, something is supposed to take you, wanted to take, you're going to just take you two hours. Someone will just come and just tell you, no, there's a better way to do it. And in 30 minutes, oh, wow, you've done that. You don't know why those things are happening. Things are just getting fixed somehow. Things are falling into place somehow. You may not know. 
may not have maybe taken cognizance of that, but it started from your day. That okay, that you've been able to give Jesus his place in your life. Not just your day, but every single day of your life. In every decision of your life. That that which is supposed to come first comes first. And then you don't misplace your priorities. Because that was the kind of um, that was exactly what Mother did. The priorities were misplaced. She took um she took the first and kept last, then brought the last and then put it first. So we should learn to put make um to, to place our priorities right. What should come first should come first. The time of Jesus should be given to him. And and just like um, um Mary, she she sat herself at the feet of Jesus. She sat herself at the feet of Jesus. That is our place as women. You know, it, it, these two women just showed us the two categories of women that we have today. There are the mother kind of women, and then there are the Mary kind of women. The mother kind of women who feel like I don't know, and there are so many things to do, and then I don't even have time. You know, why, 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 why don't you read your Bible? I don't have time. Why don't you pray? I don't have time. But the truth is, you make out time for whatever you love. Now, we saw the heart of Mary. That's what I told you initially, that God sees the heart. He has seen that in this heart was just filled with love for him. So she made out time. It was not convenient for her at that point. She was supposed to do something else, but she said no. This time should be given to the Lord. And then she just sat herself down there. So you make her time for what you love. It's a myth. It's a lie. It's it's it's, it's self-deception. When people say they don't have time, simply means I don't love that thing. When you say I don't have time, uh, why don't you pray? Why don't I don't have time? All they're saying is that I don't love the Lord. Yes, I don't love the Lord. If you love him, you will make her time. Because it's not just a ritual. It's not just it's not just something we do uh, doctrinally. It's a point where you come and then you you commune with God, and He's able to drop things in your spirit. Yes, there is an exchange. You know, things happen in that place. So when you say you don't have time, you simply you're just simply saying that I don't I I, I don't love you. I don't love you. So let us learn from these two women. Um, no matter the distractions around us, no matter the pressures that come, learn to give God his time. And then not just God, when God comes, okay, is it family or should it be career? And then we see someone when they put career before family and then their family is suffering. And then they're just, they're they are, they are just, they're business minded, they're focusing their career. So after Jesus, after my communion with God, what comes next? You have to sit down and plan out your life. So after this, it is this. After this, it is this. So you 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 ration out your time in between these things that are demanding it, so that you don't give more time to what should be given lesser time. And then at the end of the day, you suffer for it. So in conclusion, live a merry life in a matter world. Live a merry life in a matter world. Mary prioritized. Um, give priority to the one thing that was important. I said to that one thing, there is one thing that is important. There are not two. There's really one. One thing that is important. So she gave attention to that one thing that was important. But matter, she 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 was found everywhere. 
but they didn't give attention to that one thing that was important. I hope this has blessed us and I pray that we're going to put this into practice. So till I come your way again next week, remain blessed. Bye.